You're listening to Gonzaga Nation with hosts Dan Dickow. Coach Few on more than one occasion has told the two of us, hey, you're two of the three worst defenders in, in school history. And Adam Morrison. You're an NBA player. Uh, your jersey's going to get retired at Gonzaga. So, like, let's just pick your brain instead of mine. Part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Gonzaga Nation SI, your two hosts. I'm Dan Dickow alongside Adam Morrison. Here to break down the week's games, we got a great slate of games for Gonzaga fans to wrap up the regular season. Gonzaga's obviously already locked up the league title, which is so important in Coach Few's uh, vision. He wants to continue to build this program, but they play at U.S. and at St. Mary's. Adam, first question I got for you is you look at the, the consistency of Gonzaga winning league titles, and I remember my days playing – uh, before you at Gonzaga, Coach Few never really talked about the WCC tournament. He always talked about playing our best basketball in league. Uh, do you have those same recollections, and why do you think he made such an emphasis on the league? Well, I think, especially now, I guess, obviously, during our time, it was kind of the beginning of the dominance of the league titles. But I think now he tries to stress playing good basketball, playing the right way. He knows he has better personnel, better teams, and and sometimes by a wide margin. So I think he uh, just tries to uh, emphasize what it means to win league titles, how really hard it really used to be. Okay, so let's not lose sight on um, having success and not celebrating it. Um, so I think he just wants his teams to continue to play good basketball um, and continue to do the right thing. So. Um, you know, that's the hard thing to do. It kind of, you can get complacent a little bit and you can get lazy in, in your mindset of, well, we're probably going to win because we have McDonald's All-Americans, we have NBA players. Um, but I think it's also a, a challenge for guys that are there on winning league titles. So like, it's kind of what you're, as a Gonzaga player, like your resume starts, like, did you win league or did you go undefeated and stuff like that? So I think um, he tries to remind guys like, hey, um, the guys before you won, and you need to continue. Coach has always had some different and interesting kind of motivating tact. I remember uh, the year before I got there, Coach Few was an assistant, but it was Dan Monson. Uh, right before the NCAA tournament, he kicked the guys out of the locker room because they weren't keeping it clean. I think they were, Mike Nelson was giving guys haircuts. I remember my junior year, he didn't like how tough we were playing. And so we all had to wear uh, Army camouflage T-shirts to practice for the week. Uh, and all we literally did was rebound in defense for probably 85% of the practice. Do you remember any practices maybe where uh, there was a motivating technique or yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had one where um, it was my sophomore year. We were in some practice and it wasn't going well. So the, it was actually Bill Greer made everybody go to the locker room and change out of their Gonzaga stuff and then come back out and just go shirts versus skins and like whatever you had in your locker. Um, so it was kind of a reminder, like, hey, if you're putting on the jersey, you need to play hard every every single time, no matter if it's practice game, you know. So that message got across uh, pretty good. You know, and then we've all been through the, you know, the training camp, fall camp practice that's three and a half hours long. And you just want you don't want to be there for the last hour and a half of it. 
and you know your feet are swollen and you can barely feel your legs but um you know it's one of those things you do as a team too though you grind through it together and you can look back and say that was you know fun in a sense and now when we play these games they're going to be easy yeah physically so i understand them um and they're just um everybody has one i have a couple that i wouldn't want to share on air or share at another time when we when we do story time about some of the things that were said and some of the things that were done, nothing crazy, but also like, yeah, that was some uh, crazy, uh, like, you know, getting off a bus after a two hour plane ride and going straight to practice. Like few, we would <laughs> never do that. In, you know what I mean? Yeah. We would never do that anymore. Now it's like, Oh, the science says you got to rest. Like back then they're like, yeah, you're, you're, you guys are soft. Get to practice. Um, so yeah. yeah. I've got one there right there too. And and mine, I'll save more of it for when we talk NCAA tournament prep, but it was leading up to the NCAA tournament and it was just a grind of a day. And by the end of the day, we were all looking at each other like, are we done? And no, then we had to go watch film. It was just like, looking back, it was like too much. Too much. Yeah. Sometimes it's too much. Well, Gonzaga's on the road for their last two home games. They're two probably the two most difficult games on their league slate are coming up. And I think it's going to be a great preparation for the conference tournament as well as the NCAA tournament. But they start off at at San Francisco. San Francisco uh, has lost a couple close games in particular to St. Mary's, but I still think they're an NCAA tournament team. USF, the gym there is a tough place to play. Um, what are what are the keys in your eyes for Gonzaga to to handle that game and move on with a victory? I think we got to slow down their guards. Shabazz and uh, um, Bouye are, are really good guards. Bouye is really experienced, can score in the t- high twenties if he gets going. He can get on transition as well. Shabazz is kind of a wild card for me. I think he shot him out of the game um, at at Gonzaga earlier, but he has the ability to make shots as well. And he kind of um, plays a little bit of reckless, but it's also if you're playing at home and you're hyped and you're ready to go, that could be, you know, deterrent because he's very quick, um, very athletic and getting the paint. And then also he's from, you know, the Northwest. So you have the little chip on your shoulder of not getting recruited uh, by Gonzaga. So there's always those elements when we play San Francisco. Um, and like you said, the, the gym there is, is really small. It can get loud. Usually we draw pretty good in there as well. So it kind of goes both ways, um, but it's a great feel. It's the fun gym to play in. So I think if we can slow down their guard play. Um, we'll definitely have a, a huge advantage inside. So I think their advantage, not that I don't think those guys are better than Rashir and Andrew, but they can play with them is my point. Um, if we can slow them down, especially in transition, take care of the basketball, it'll, it'll definitely help our chances to win. You know, I love that comment you just made that their guards maybe aren't as good or you wouldn't take them over Rajir and Andrew, but they can play with them. I think that's a comment that most average fans don't realize. You don't have to be as good. You just have to be close and then be great on that day to come up with an upset. And so many times I think that's what happens in the NCAA tournament with mismatches or perceived mismatches that come up with upsets. Yeah, so I'm no, not- I mean, yeah, everybody has a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. That happens all the time. And um, those are two talented players. Bouye has been in the league for four years. I think mean, this is his fifth year, obviously a red shirt. Um, so he has the experience. And then, like I said, Shabazz is super quick, uh, super athletic, can get by guys. I think he just had a poor night 
at Gonzaga, he kind of shot them out of it. But if those go in, then it's a different story. So I think you're exactly right. Uh, it could go either way. But if we can slow those two guys down, then it makes it really tough for San Francisco to score, in my opinion. Well, I'm going to steal that uh, analogy, play with them uh, for some of my broadcasts because I, I like that. We're going to take a quick pause for station identification. We'll be right back. Well, Adam, let's move on to St. Mary's because they have clearly separated themselves as the number two team in the conference. They're ranked 23 as of this recording. I would expect and imagine them to win on Thursday uh, to set up the matchup with Gonzaga where you've got number one at number 23. Gonzaga has had some issues at times playing in Moraga's gym. It's a dark uh, – I haven't been there in years, so I can't say it's dank. It used to be dank when I was playing. Um, what makes that gym so difficult to play in for Gonzaga at times? Uh, I think the crowd gets a little bit raucous. They've done a good job of their – I guess presentation too. I know that sounds funny, but like they get the crowd going and they've you know built a jumbotron and all that stuff and and so they've added uh, end line seats probably since you were there. So they've kind of made it a little more um, welcoming environment if that makes sense for uh, a fan. So then the fans get in there and have a good time. Um, and it's just and it's obviously a well coached basketball team. So you mix in that, um, it can be tough. Um, for team to go in there we've had some battles in that gym um over the years of some i've called and some i was on the sideline when i was ga and so it can be tough and and they get raucous and get going so hopefully our guys are ready to play but it's going to be a, an important game obviously for a number of reasons to cap the league off you know you want to go undefeated as a player it's a it's a feather in your cap then also uh that's another good win to kind of solidify number one seed overall. Do you see St. Mary's as, as being talented enough and a good enough team to, to win a game in the NCAA tournament? I think they're good enough to get to the second weekend um, because they play tough. Um, Kuzi's a, a fantastic player as far as controlling the pace. I think uh, the Dukas kid can go off. Uh, you know, he's got good size. He can shoot the basketball. I like Toss inside. I think he's in the old school back of the basket and obviously – uh, Randy knows how to like get guys involved in the right spots. We talked about that the last time we played. They kind of just fill in guys at, at the same system, but they all seem to work. Um, so yeah, like when we played them, I was like, I wasn't surprised because I know how tough they are. But you're like, you're looking at their talent. It's it's quote unquote down compared to the previous years. Like there's no Jock Landale and, and you know things like that, and no Waldo and blah blah blah. But you're like. And those suckers play hard and they move the basketball and, it's, and they are right in it every single time. And that's just good coaching. So I think, you know, let's say they play the fifth place team in a big conference that maybe struggles against teams that are play really disciplined and slow it down and, and make you grind. They could definitely win multiple games in the NCAA tournament, in my opinion. Well, it's always a, a weird time of the year for a player and a coach where it's the regular season, you've already wrapped up the league title, but you know you have to continue to improve for the, the conference tournament, but more importantly for Gonzaga, the NCAA tournament. Um, how do you improve this time of year? Well, I think there's you can just improve situationally. I think that comes down to what how your coaching staff self-scouts um, because you got to start preparing for what – could happen and how teams are going to play you and try to take away your best actions and players. 
Um, so I think you start adding layers to, okay, if this team, you know, or this style, we need to, we got exposed here, or we see something and obviously somebody else that's a talented coaching staff is going to see it. So let's put it in now. So when the game happens, we're not completely um, lost. So I think if you kind of have to self scout and understand, Hey, you know, we're still winning games. Obviously we're going to be 30 and two or whatever. Um, but, you know, we struggled against a one, two, two against San Francisco. And so, we play so many NCAA tournaments, got bigger, longer athletes. Let's let's go over that that type of defense again and our actions to really hammer in. And so when the game comes, we're not, uh, you know, surprised. So things of that nature, in my opinion, you just kind of have to self-scout and get ready to go. And then as a player, you just got to clear your mind and, and get yourself kind of in a, you know, a killer mode. But it's NCAA tournament time. It's like, hey, man, it's, you know, obviously win or go home, but I have to play well for us to, to, to advance. And that's a, as a whole, but like, we got to, you know, play your best. And uh, so you got to get yourself uh, kind of mentally ready. Well, Adam, appreciate it. Uh, I love talking shop with you, obviously high level basketball mind, uh, high level Gonzaga basketball mind. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch these two games because I think these are going to be the two biggest challenges we get or have to prepare for uh, in league this year. So have a safe travels down to the Bay and we will connect soon. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, he's Adam Morrison. I'm Dan Dickow. Check us out on all social media channels.